dollars um which is where we watch wrestling off the beaten path um i am cyrus and i am accompanied by our good friend of uh of rnc mark I am a little bit confused, Cyrus, on what the hell I just watched, but we are going to get into full detail with that today. So that I am very thankful for. And I'm very thankful to be having my first guest appearance on Spot Caller. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, norm- uh, normally when I did uh, started the show, um, I, I do want to introduce people into wrestling. You know, I had like... In mine, I would have, you know, other friends uh, of mine, you know, that normally don't watch wrestling and stuff like that. But uh, just due to the current landscape of the world right now, (laughs) uh, a lot of of people in RNC do have a lot of free time. So um, with the NBA, uh, you know, being postponed for God knows when, you know. Yeah, unfortunately. uh, Unfortunately, Jeff and I right now, we're, we're uh, staying by the phones, making sure that we don't miss the next call from Adam Silver. He will direct where we go uh, going forward with RSPN as of right now. Um, we are trying to make sure we don't spend that last check uh, before we don't get anything left from the NBA. Adam thankfully paid us for one last show of RSPN. If you did not check it out on the RNC radio channel, of course. Uh, but as of right now, Jeff is celebrating his two years of the lookout. I am going sure. to be um, hopefully coming within the next week for I am not a genius, but as of right now, uh, we're looking for some distractions from the NBA. <laughs> and as of right now, my best distraction ended up being, uh, ended up being Bloodsport. Yes, uh, we're watching uh, Zona 23 Bloodsport. Um, this show was actually, uh, this was filled out on the Google Sheet. Originally, uh, somebody just added me. It was just like, you have to watch. Um, but uh, MFK, also on Twitter, a good friend of mine, uh, he just DM'd me. He was just like, you guys got to watch this show. Uh, and I was just like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then... Um, did he give any oh, details as to why? No. <laughs> just said, yeah, like, just go uh, ahead and watch it. I think you'll like it. Uh, he just sent me a tweet, and it's uh, it's a spot from the women's match that's on the card where she goes through the car window, and he was just oh, like, you got to watch this. And I was just God. like, why not? Uh, so we're, we're, we're going to get into it, but sadly, we were supposed to go to WrestleMania, and then everything just the world just fell apart (laughs) yeah i think you myself j5 that was originally supposed to be our trio that was setting up for wrestlemania 36 in tampa uh was going to be very fun we ended up taking care of everything very early had everything planned really nice the only thing we had left to do was take over i think we had everything planned Mm -hmm. for wale mania and as everything started developing with this coronavirus of course uh, in America, I think the worst parts of it ended up being uh, the last the last parts of last weekend going into mm-hmm. this week before we actually started fearing things getting actually canceled. But we were not hoping for uh, a cancellation. We would have much preferred a pushback. 
Yeah. Although WrestleMania in April is uh, WrestleMania not in April is a fairly odd scenario in general. I think we would have taken something like WrestleMania in June or July over not having any WrestleMania at all. But now we don't have any WrestleMania at all. <laughs> None of the fans that were planned to come out to Tampa are going to be able to do so because they are setting it up in the Performance Center uh, in Orlando. But from what we heard, it's 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 supposed to be something that we are not. 100% expecting at all. This is not just going to be something yeah. we turn on the WWE network for and we're just watching a performance center show like we've been watching uh, with Raw and SmackDown. So. They're, they're, de- they're definitely going to make it a show, but like like as you said, like we've been planning this whole thing for months and like most likely uh, when we were in Tampa like we probably would have did a spot callers with uh, you know me and Five and you would have been there, uh, yeah. but you know uh, get you here early since you know <laughs> the world has shut everything down uh even like november you know we kind of just like had the money ready we had tickets mm-hmm. uh december when we linked up in art basel you know you're like oh i should have like brought you your mania ticket blah 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 i most likely would have lost that <laughs> Those three tickets are literally still sitting in in the top dresser. When I told you guys in January, I said if 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 something were to ever happen, if I get CTE, <laughs> I get some type of concussion, if something happens and I forget, the three mania tickets are in my top drawer. And now I might I might just mail them to you guys now as a maybe some type of souvenir because a souvenir they're, they're unfortunately worth a dollar right now. So, <laughs> oh man, yeah, this sucks. But uh, you know. Uh, the whole Corona outbreak is giving us a lot of free. A lot of people are uh, going and, uh, you know, doing work from home, quote unquote. So we had the time to watch the Zona 23 uh, blood sport. And we're going to get into it with the first match with uh, Freelance versus Yakuza. Could you tell who's who in this match? Uh, absolutely not. Thankfully, okay. I have the cheat sheet. Yeah, okay. I have the sheet of the results because this uh, was an event that ended up in Mexico around August. So uh, a couple months old, but I definitely used it as my cheat sheet. And thankfully, uh, I used a little bit of my heritage to try and um, <laughs> to try and get a little bit of a glimpse of what is going on. I did. I did pretty well. I must say I did pretty well. Okay, because there there is no like graphic or like really like good announcing zero like, uh, graphics no type of there's no michael cole there's no zona 23 <laughs> michael cole uh it's it's mainly just using a lot of your instinct you and, yeah <laughs> and trying to figure and trying to just put two and two together yeah but uh so i i uh, i thought this match was a really good opener for you know what kind of like what we're gonna get prepared for uh early on in this card like i i think like the f- three matches here is like the opening of Dialit. Like you got the intro long time, uh you got RIP and then you got uh Lean for Real. Like these all these matches are really like the first three matches are like really great. And then, you know, these other matches kinda like get really weird. <laughs> it ends up getting fairly odd throughout the 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 main half and the second half of the pay per view yeah. as well. But you, Cyrus, are a lot more well versed in 
these types of death matches more than I am. I'm a little bit more domesticated and I usually <laughs> stick around the, the usual amounts of wrestling that um, one would be expected to watch as far as mainstream wrestling. But uh, mm-hmm. I do not dive too far into death matches. So Yakuza and Freelance was a, a pretty timid opener for me to see <laughs> what exactly I am prepared to watch for the next two hours. Um, once I started seeing all the light bulbs, I'm like, oh, dear God, here we go. And um, it didn't get as bad. It didn't get as bad as I thought. Thankfully, yeah. it did not get as bad as I thought. Uh, but it ended up being an interesting outro. A couple of Hurricane Ronas where people were getting spiked on their head, uh, oh. which I oh, jolted yeah. up, <laughs> which I jolted up at. And um, thankfully, Yakuza apparently takes one of these and definitely... Mm what was it, three light bulbs to the head before they actually get back into the ring, does a Hurricane Rana, spikes him on his head, and gets the three count over over Freelance. Yeah. So, yeah, basically, it, it just has, like, all the standard Lucha stuff, you know, uh, arm drags, Hurricane Ranas, and, you know, just mm-hmm. slaps to the chest. And then Yakuza does a J-Driller or a uh, Butterfly Power Driver or Double Underhook Power Driver, whatever people want to call it now. And it just... just plant someone his skull and normally in a lot of matches that don't have light tubes or you know extremely uh ex- extreme stuff like this that's only the first half of the match that dude's kicking down at two yeah <laughs> if this was pwg or uh a pay like a, a, a aew uh pay-per-view or some shit like that dude's that's kicking the out at two. For the match yeah <laughs> But uh, yeah, uh, Yakuza takes the win here, and then like a really like they're speaking in Spanish. And sorry, I, I don't speak Spanish, so it's a very just a long promo, which I could just assume he's cutting his ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he he is uh barring up <laughs> freelance here. And you know, you know, if you if you have, I would say, I would say, if you are going to watch Bloodsport, if you have at least a little bit of an understanding where. And especially in my case, I can understand the conversation more than I can actually speak it. So when I can start piecing a little bit of um, a little bit of the language that I actually have uh, going on, I can start putting a, putting a little bit of piece of two and two together. But it gets a little bit difficult where um, they start trying to do their promos, especially after the, after this match. And sometimes some of the mics don't work. Sometimes the mics are not as loud. Um, and especially you have a crowd that is highly invested into this pay-per-view where they're literally still yelling completely over the entire <laughs> promo before we can actually um, try and get a distinction of what's going on. What it kind of is is that, like, uh, the mic audio isn't, like, going directly into, like, the video feed, you know? It's kind of just playing for the crowd that is there, and yeah. then we're just picking up the mic feedback from there. Um Really, you know, m- what I do when I watch uh, Japanese wrestling, you know, I just... I can understand body language, you know? I can mm. understand when somebody's being disrespected, like when a freelance tries to pass uh, freelance the mic and he just drops it on the floor. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> man's is being green. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And then freelance apparently after that drops him and then does mm-hmm. his own three count in front of the ref. The ref is like, hey, uh, you know that didn't uh, count, right? And freelance walks over to him and I'm like, okay, uh, I yeah. guess this is, I guess this is, um, I just- guess this is, did something to uh, leave the uh, the crowd happy, and I was just like, uh, "That was a little weird, but okay." <laughs> exactly. I guess I guess this is all out. Nobody really gives nobody really gives a shit as far as referees <laughs> at that point. 
on this match is at like this pay per view is at a junkyard, so like anything goes. <laughs> was it a junkyard? I didn't want to be yes. disrespectful because with my cheat sheet, it lists an arena, and no. the arena just says <laughs> Avenue Lopez Portillo, and I'm like, ah, that kind of sounds <laughs> like a backyard, but I did not want to be disrespectful if this was the traditional area that usually you get with these events in, 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 in Zona 23, of course, this being my first uh, Zona yeah. 23 event. Um, so uh, I actually watched another show um, that had a, a triple there, uh, the women that we'll be talking about uh, soon in this match. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, it seems like uh, that junkyard, just like uh, where this match is taking place, is kind of like their mainstay. And I think oh, that's okay. pretty cool. Like, they, they have, like, somewhere to call them home. And, like, mm-hmm. It's it's as dangerous as it <laughs> as it sounds, you know, and I wouldn't really expect anything less, honestly. Oh yeah, the 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 atmosphere I think is something that you start taking in as you start watching a lot more of this pay per view. Uh, you can see a lot of the crowd, and a lot of the crowd is very invested. Some of them standing up, some of them actually sitting in the chairs that are set up. Uh, but you will see a large amount of broken down uh, track. <laughs> what looks like tractors, yeah, uh, vans. Cars, like, like uh, cars that get put into a scrapyard or a junkyard. Definitely and those, in the uh, the Def Jam stage uh, scrapyard. Oh, that would be hard. That would be hard because they, cause well, they definitely where, don't have an arena like this in the E. Because this this is where they're wrestling at. They uh, definitely had something like that in Def Jam Fight from New York where you're fighting. Well, I think it, I think it was the was it Scrapyard, the one where they had yeah. a little bit of the fire at the side, and then you could walk a little bit into the crowd. Oh, and they hand you like uh, a car door, and then you could like swing in at people. Nah, that's a different stage. But I'm talking about the stage where you got to make sure that Method Man don't get his ass whooped Damn. by Buster Rhymes. Yeah, now I gotta remember. Yeah, I wasn't gonna remember uh, Fight from New York storyline. Oh, what? You is, don't it, remember is the Fiber New York or is it is the Fiber New York or is it Vendetta, the arena that you're talking about? Uh, it, it's in Fight for New York. We're gonna get it's wild. New York, topic, right? okay. but, uh, but I'm gonna sh- <laughs> We're gonna, we're, we're, we're gonna research going? that a little bit later. We're gonna research that a little bit later. Let's yeah, go to the five just, match. Okay. I'm just gonna send you a, a screenshot of the stage. <laughs> okay, let me take a look at this. Oh my God! All right, all right. Stand, uh, stand by your phone. Th- this is it. <laughs> this is scrapyard. Okay. Hunt, uh, Hunt Point scrapyard. This is where they're wrestling at. <laughs> Hunt Point scrapyard. I'm about to start laughing because it's not not because of this, not because of this, but I just saw, I just saw clean shade ricochet. So I'm just gonna try. Oh my God! I'm, I'm gonna try and um, I'm gonna try and keep my uh, keep my um. <laughs> Keep my laughing watched... to myself and continue with Bloodsport. Um, okay, we have the uh, we have the five way here. Um, it has Mister Hardbody versus Phoenix Kid versus uh, Osiris versus uh, Vengeza. Vengeza. Uh, Venganza. 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 <laughs> my fault. <laughs> and then uh, Ovet Junior, I believe. Can you spoil this for me and let me know which one of the five has the shirt that says rim jobs and rim jobs and rim jobs and rim jobs and concussions? Apparently, he was not very liked at all by this by, by this crowd down next to You know, <laughs> I saw uh, when I was looking at background information to like know who's who. Um, there's just a screenshot of him with that shirt. 
Ah, so, oh, so it's a normal start of it. Nothing, okay. Nothing. The tweet said nothing else. It's just him with this shirt. <laughs> but uh, I I will probably say that is probably Mr. Hardbody. <laughs> MC Hardbody. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hmm. But nah, that that shirt did kill me. But this match is wild. <laughs> it went into literally ten different areas that I was not expecting at all in this five way match. Um, we brought up the fact that there's trucks and cars laying all over the place. Uh, it ends up being one of the oddest uses of these cars, probably throughout the entire day. Oh yeah. Um, I I just like to point out like some of the uh, the crazy stuff in this match is that uh, you know it it is tech, like it's kind of like a junkyard scrap yard and then like these wrestlers like get on top of a trailer and mm-hmm. then somebody just just does a small package pile driver on top of it and he just kicks out at two. <laughs> he was just waiting there for like five minutes for somebody to actually come up and everybody else was fighting light bulbs flying all over the place drop kicks mm-hmm. with light bulbs. And he's literally just waiting until one of the five wrestlers actually come up. And I guess he, like, sat... I guess he, like, laid down stomach-wise on the trailer until people actually started walking up the ladder and then just started swinging. I'm like, okay, yeah, that was definitely (laughs) the best best method of hiding in this entire match. And then you get the package pile driver. (laughs) That man said, whoever dies, dies, bro. (laughs) No, no, the best the best whoever dies dies part was when I guess he stayed on top of the trailer while the other four were at the were at the bottom and he oh, does man. like a taunt to the crowd like he's like he's really about to do it like he's really about to kill it right now and he flails his arms off yeah. the truck and does the crossbody. I'm like, that is the weakest fucking crossbody I probably have ever. The flailing of the and, and then run it back and slow down the flailing of the arms just so you can see. Yeah, it he he does uh he does like the Jay Z dive into the pool with his arms that out. Was de- yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was definitely Jay Z dive into the pool, except it was on four people and maybe yeah. one of them get their hands cut by the glasses on the floor. Oh yeah, absolutely. And then uh, what was crazy? Like uh, I know that exact spot, and like right before that, somebody does uh, somebody throw somebody off the trailer, and they're like flat onto the. Uh, <laughs> To the hood of a uh, hood of a tractor, oh, no, and then he does a bomb, and I was just like, "That's such fire!" <laughs> and then this man comes out here and does his Jay Z dive. I'm just like, "Get out of here!" Yeah, yeah, the spontan bomb on the truck. But I was just like, "Oh my god!" And then the flail, the flailing Jay Z dive definitely, uh, <laughs> definitely soured it a little bit. One of the question that I actually did have after that, um. It appears that I wasn't positive that was actually somebody in the crowd or if that was personnel from, from Zona 23. Um, it looks like they take care of a lot of their cuts and a lot of their bloods with just bottles of water. Yeah, uh, you know, the uh, the New Japan way. Oh, you cut? Just, uh, let's just uh, water we'll that down. Put some cousin on it. Put some on it. And it'll be <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I know I know this part. Um where somebody gets cut kind of like really bad, like behind uh, their shoulder blade or like, you know, past the armpit kind of area. And then the cameraman just like keeps on zooming in on it, like really hard. And I'm just like, why? And then comes on and just splashes some water and then just keeps it pushing. I was just like, (laughs) I was like, huh? So 
I did I did have that same uh question about like, you know, how do deathmatch wrestlers handle the, you know, the light tube like shards and stuff like that? Yeah. Because on the first episode of Spot Callers, um there is a commentator and he like waves uh he waves lemon juice. Like uh you you know like uh the lemon juice that's in the container that's shaped like a lemon with like yeah. the green top. Yeah, he's like shaking that and he's just like, Don't forget your lemon juice and I'm just like, Do Deathmatch no. wrestlers like Hell squirt no. that like is it a thing or is it another weapon? You know? <laughs> like I I'm very unsure on like death deathmatch aftercare. Yeah. That would be uh that would be one of the most horrific greenest weapons to ever use while everybody <laughs> is cut up with shards of glass in their neck, you pour lemon juice on them. <laughs> so I'm I'm like I'm not really sure if that's a thing, you know. Uh I, I, I do have like this thought as uh as well. But speaking of light tubes, uh Ovet Jr. Does a light tube assist splash to somebody? I am not sure. <laughs> I'm going to say it's Osiris. <laughs> While the ref is holding his hand on the top rope, making sure I was he like, okay, yeah, I was like, all right, what is, this is? Uh, I guess, I guess, I really can't because if you didn't hold him down and he completely fucks <laughs> up and falls right on those light tubes, it's over. <laughs> like, what's the worst case uh, scenario? But like, yeah, the ref holds his hand. And he does a pretty, he does a pretty clean uh, splash. Uh, it would have looked cleaner if the ref didn't help him out. But uh, he gets a three count, and once again, this match ends as it should. Honestly, uh, I think if the match would have continued after that, um, it just it just would have went too far at that point. Like, what would really put somebody away? Yeah, once I started seeing them tuck like three light tubes into the t-shirt of the um of the rim jobs and the concussions and then just do a drop kick directly into his face. I said, all right, let's let's uh, we, oh, yeah. we please clean this up. We clean this up, please. Um what what's weird a lot about deathmatch is, is that like the props are never really like you know make or break. Safe. You know, like uh well, like they're not safe, or but like they're not the reason why you would lose. Like a couple of light tubes to the head wouldn't like knock you out and then get a three count. You know, like you have to do something wild featuring. Oh yeah, tube. yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then uh, the next match, which is honestly match of the card. Uh, this uh, this match is available on YouTube for free. I highly recommend watching it. Um, yes. Sidika Maiden versus Sidika. This match slaps. <laughs> I think. I think. I think the first thing that drew me in when it came to um when it came to Sarika was was just the crowd reaction, and it oh, yeah. began with like a couple of minutes of Sarika giving away I think two t-shirts, one of them being a hoodie, mm -hmm. one of them being an actual t-shirt, pretty well designed t-shirts, and the crowd was coming up getting the t-shirts. I think she ended up licking their face or or something yeah. of that nature. Uh, it, it, it's very uh. Like crowd, like it's like an intermission, but very crowd friendly. She is doing like yeah. a giveaway and just blessing uh, people in the crowd. <laughs> exactly. I, I ended up getting getting really interested in in the crowd reaction and just them being very well tuned into everything that Sariko was doing before that match mm -hmm. actually happened. It ends up being probably the first one or two minutes of whistling that you will hear out of the other forty <laughs> minutes that are about to happen. Uh, so please get prepared for a whole lot of that. But with that ended up coming in uh, Sadiq Maiden that had her own 
little bit of an intro with a fan of the crowd uh, before Sadiq actually before before Sadiq actually ended up uh, getting a little bit frustrated and broke literally a light tube on her head mid grind for this for this fan. Yeah, uh, Sadiq kind of just gets fed up and he was just like, "Yeah, I want to start this match now." And just cracks her in the back of the head with like two light tubes. <laughs> That, set that, it, that, that definitely set it off for me. Yeah, that definitely set the tone for the match. Uh, the YouTube version, I don't believe it has that start of it. They kind of just, like, get into it. And then, uh, you know, a couple Meteoras, light tube assists, uh, stuff like that. But the match really gets started when they do outside, uh, when they start brawling on the outside, which normally I, I don't particularly like. Uh, in my matches, but like here, I'm all for it because they do some crazy stuff here. <laughs> and I think I ended up underrating my actual cheat sheet. My actual cheat sheet throughout this match. My cheat sheet. My cheat sheet for the match ended up being uh, the results that came from CageMatch.net, of course. But oh, shout what out they <laughs> what they did was give. Uh, uh, of course, throughout the results, they give a little bit of links that you can get through a couple of the uh, more well known wrestlers that are in Zone 23, and I clicked mm-hmm. Sarita. And realize that her nicknames are literally La Sexy Extrema and <laughs> La Mas Violenta in Mexico, which ends up being the most violent of Mexico. So that's hard. I have not watched one too many death matches. Two have I not watched too many women's death matches. So when I read this, I said, "Okay, let's see how violent this can actually get." And that's when we start queuing into uh, the two meteoras with light bulbs, which uh, were fairly, fairly violent. When you compare Sadiq and Sadiq Maiden, Sadiq Maiden is 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 uh, what is the best way to actually describe this? Um, she's tough. She's a lot smaller. She's a lot smaller than Sadiqa is, oh, but can yeah, take yeah. and but can end up, as you can see throughout this match, taking a very large amount of pain. So when she takes the meteora with light bulbs, I'm like, oh my god, no, end it right now, please, please. <laughs> and she just pops back up. <laughs> yeah, and then it pops up. I'm like, what the fuck is what the fuck is going on? And that, then we get everything that comes with outside. Yeah, and you know, uh, just just before we go to the outside, that's the kind of like stuff that is very weird about death matches. Like uh, when we watched the first episode of Spot Callers, uh, the main event was a three hundred light tube match, and then these guys are just like just cracking it over their heads. Yeah, and they just crack it over the head like it's nothing. And then eventually, you know, there's, like, all the debris and shards all over the floor. Mm-hmm. And they literally, like, start mat wrestling with it on the floor. Yeah. And I'm just like, that is so fire. <laughs> like, Getting dropped. Really cool. that, that ended up happening in the five line. Like, like, they're literally dragging, who was it, Osiris? They ended up dragging mm-hmm. Osiris throughout the shards of glass. I was like, please stop! There's glass on the floor! <laughs> but I guess, I, guess, I guess that's normal. So fire. But... Here we go to the outside, uh, where things get nasty. <laughs> Absolutely, for the lack of for the lack of a better term. Uh, Sidica takes uh, Sidica Maiden onto a car, and she just power bombs her through the back window of a car, and Maiden neck gets folded. Crowd goes fucking crazy, and I'm just like, oh dear God, please! How could you please not go crazy? Please, please let this be the end of the match. And you start, you start seeing the chance of Sarika. You start seeing everything when it comes to Lucha Extrema. 
Um, and what these these chants definitely also being chanted by Sarika to try and hype up the crowd a lot more as well. Oh, yeah. Um ends up looking she's really like a fan favorite out here. Oh yeah. Uh she's definitely a fan favorite here. The crowd is going like absolutely crazy for her. And then Maiden just gets up. <laughs> Ate a power bomb through a car, by the way. Think of how many people you actually want to power bomb through a car in life and expect them to get back up in in, in 30 seconds. She shook it off and then just does a cold red <laughs> through the other side of the car. <laughs> like, these, these, they're going crazy, man. <laughs> she, she, she hung. The, the, the best part was uh, made it hung before she actually did the cold red. And I'm like, oh, please, mm-hmm. God, don't tell me. Don't, don't tell uh, me something about to take this. And flakes. I think it literally. <laughs> Bounces off the car, drag, flies mm-hmm. all the way down to the side of the floor, and Maiden is just laid out on the on the front hood of the car. She 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 hit the uh she hit the cold red like Cena does, where there's a little pause, mm-hmm. and then she <laughs> That was so fire. I absolutely loved all of that. And then it doesn't stop there because they continue scrapping until uh they they were on top of a trailer, just like in the previous match. And I believe uh, Sideka just gives her another powerbomb on top of the... Uh... <laughs> oh, yeah, directly on top, of the, on top of the truck? Yeah. And then she just gets up again. And then she does another code red. And Sideka flings forward and nearly, like, slides Flies off the off trailer. The truck. And I was like, thank <laughs> God they did not do this off the trailer. If they would have did it off the trailer, I probably would have had to cut it off. I probably I... would have had to cut it off. I saw a gif of uh, another match that they have where she does a Spanish fly off the trailer. Off the trailer? I'm about to watch it. Yes, I'm about to watch it after this. But she nearly slides off and then gets like a two count, picks her up, and then throws her off the trailer onto the, uh, off the trailer onto the tr- uh, onto the uh, the hood of a truck. Yeah. And it just does a splash. And I was just like, man, these girls are going crazy. Yep. Absolutely. No, man, this match is absolutely insane. And uh, uh, once they bring it, bring it back to the ring, like I don't, like I don't think it stops there. Um, when she does, well, she just cracks like uh, like some random like car glass that some fan handed her, which was crazy. Yeah, and the car she... glass part I saw ended up seeing in 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 a, in a gif before the match actually started. And you actually see it happen in real time. And this is not anything where the car glass bends a little bit or it gives <clears> a little bit of give way and, you know, Maiden takes it and just, you know, drops on the floor in pain. This literally shatters in a million pieces out of Sadika's <laughs> hands, cracks Maiden in the back of that. Thankfully, no blood flies everywhere. She takes it, just crunches up onto the ground and you just see her <laughs> drop and this piece of glass yeah. this piece of car glass was probably bigger than she was oh yeah like okay normally in deathmatch like it's like a uh, it's like a square like slab or whatever yeah. but this is literally like it was like cut to be on like placed inside of a car already and they just mm-hmm. hand it to her so it's like this weird odd shape and she just cracks her with it and just you see like her soul leave her body <laughs> all of then, all of this while the fan is while the fans are still whistling whistling and oh, uh, apparently yeah. we even got a Kulo chant which I don't know how after you see a Canadian destroyer on top of a trucker chant Kulo but 
Yeah, uh, going full horn man, even though like these, even women though they are bloodied up, kill you, <laughs> flying on top, flying off cars, and and then yeah. we're still getting those chance. Men, but you know, men are trash, bro. <laughs> but uh, outside of the car spot, this the spot that made me like scream is like when she sets up the chair with the light tubes, and then yeah. she does the swinging neck breaker off of it. <laughs> And they both dropped to the ground. I screamed. No, that went too hard because <laughs> you just hear the bodies just plop on the floor, you yeah. know. And it's just like, yeah. is it like you know that hurt? Because it's a couple, both it's of... a couple feet of a drop of a hit when it comes mm-hmm. to especially falling onto all of those light tubes. And not again on a spot where none of these. Give any type of leeway. There's no type of padding. They're literally flying directly onto the light tubes and they crack. You can hear. I I, I will say, Zone 23 has some really good microphones when it comes to uh, sounds of feet stepping on glass and glass breaking. That I will give them a well amount of props for. Um, Yeah, and just hearing, I think when watching death matches, I do think like. The light tubes and the glass shattering, it's, it's like some ASMR type shit. Like, it sounds cool. <laughs> like, uh, I do I do enjoy the sounds of it. So it, it just adds that little factor to it. But then uh, just to go into the finish of the match, which I feel like it was a little anticlimactic, but I don't know how these girls could have went any harder. Um, Saika just puts a couple light tubes in her shirt and then just hits her with a missile drop kick on the back. Uh, for the three count. And I was just like, uh, a little harder than that. I mean, the way, the way how hard that drop kick has been, the way Maiden, I'm surprised Maiden even got, I'm surprised Maiden even got up after, after all of this. You see the ending, oh, yeah. you see the actual three counts, Anika gets up, uh, both of them extremely, extremely tired. The referee goes to try and raise Sadika's hands. He kind of shoves him off a little bit and directly yeah. goes to Maiden. Uh, and they have a little bit of a moment in the middle of the ring, which ended up being very well um, appreciated, well uh, taken by the crowd. You get a little bit of, uh, yeah. you barely get a little um, uh, celebration, chants, and things like that. But again, very, very surprised. Maiden can even stand up the end, at the end of that. Yeah, uh, surprising these two can like even stand up. Uh, Sadika is giving Maiden her props, you know, mm-hmm. hugging it out. She's raising her arm. I. You know, I don't know what she's saying, but I'm sure she's just like, you know, that that was a good fight. You know, you probably will be big things, you know, all that stuff. Like it, it was a uh, it was a really good moment. Uh, it shows like, you know, they ain't hate each other and no shit. And, you know, uh, we just go into the next match, which is something. <laughs> uh, I wasn't sure if this was like a handicap tag match or fatal five way. <laughs> handicap sure tag. <laughs> Yeah, there's like there's five dudes in the ring. Two of them look similar. The other three look like they're in a group, and I wasn't sure. I'm not even gonna try to pronounce these names. So I'm gonna let you take it. <laughs> uh, we have a vortex. He ends up winning the match against Cyber, no Cyber, Cyber pa- pa- Payaso, and <laughs> Epitafio Teremoto, and apparently the fan favorite of Toxico because that was chanted throughout the entire match. Yeah. Uh, this match was very confusing. <laughs> and, uh, honestly, at this point, like, Sadika and, uh, Sadika mating kind of, like, uh, kind of set the bar, you know? And for the rest I, of I the will match. Say, for the rest of the pay-per-view, I, I, I'd say. 
Yeah, and these guys kind of fell a little short. We already have a five-way match beforehand, and that ended up, mm. uh, uh, based on these results, ended up being a lot more violent uh, and a little bit more confusing than the first five-way match that we had uh, in between um, in, in the beginning of this actual match, uh, I ended up getting a little bit interested in some of the areas and especially more than more violent areas, but uh, one area that concerned me a whole lot and more than likely concerned a whole lot of others was the gash that was on Tatsuko's back uh, yeah. closer to the ending of the match. Yeah, uh, this is another moment where the cameraman just decided to like really zoom in on it as they just splash mm. water. <laughs> and that was really weird. And he's like, but- ah! And I'm like, oh, okay. Can yeah. we something else, please? Yeah, I was just like, this is, uh, this is like really weird. You should probably be doing this in the background. Um, I will just say, like, the high point for this match for me is like when they're wrestling by the car and they just take turns like jumping one dude. <laughs> yeah, that's why. That's why I thought it was a tag match because they kind of just like gang up on that one guy, and I'm just like, oh, where, where, where are the other people? And they're just like on the completely other side, you know brawling in the crowd going crazy but uh a lot of glasses used i would say uh there there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of props being used mm-hmm. used like glass and just you know like debris and stuff but like when they start to like wrestle and stuff like that that's when i think the like match kind of like takes a dive yeah you i think one of the best uh, to me one of the best highlights that ended up coming out of that was that area that you were talking about where they're literally jumping some, uh one of the five wrestlers by the car and uh one of the one of the uh, fans of the crowd actually get so into the match that he starts a really nice um, Zona 23 chant, and that ends up taking over the entire match um, as things start getting a little bit more hype. But again, much more violent five-way match than we had in the beginning yeah. of the pay-per-view. A um, lot more glass, a lot more risky things that are going on with a lot of these elements. Uh, but one of the most concerning things was was what was going to happen with Toxico after this match is done. Yeah, which I'm not really sure how to take that. But um I will say the first uh the first uh fatal five way, which is weird to have two fatal five ways on a card. But yeah. um the fatal five way uh I would say the dudes on in that match are a lot uh smaller. Like I would say they're like the crew uh thighs in this mm. match there uh there, there's a lot of heavyweights here so um you you get a lot of more like you know kind of lucha quote-unquote like stuff going uh on there with like mm. hurricane rana's arm drags and you know sp- uh swanton bombs and stuff like that and here it's just a brawl it's just a fight <laughs> yeah we call and, it nothing but big hits match uh another yeah. big hits five way if you're used to a yeah. lot of the the matches that we have like these on the e it ends up being something <laughs> like this where um, it's just hard hitting, violent, difficult, ma- difficult to watch in certain areas. But if you're used to death yeah. matches, uh, it'll be something that is highly entertaining for you. Yeah, uh, that that's all I got for this match. Uh, it's just just like the the high point that uh, Sida uh, Sidika made in and Sidika like put up is just like man, this is like a really high you know and then we go into this next match and i at this point i was just like this pay-per-view is like going downhill <laughs> well thank well thankfully uh to get a little bit of cleanup we got a little bit of natural cleanup didn't it start raining before this actual match happened, oh, or was it or was yeah. it in between the match that we started getting uh um, the rain between the three-way no uh it, it, it rains like midway into the three-way 
And they kind of, and it, oh, so it was midway into the three, right? Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so there's already debris and uh, stuff all around. And I've I've been to uh, I've been to a live show where there is like a death match or like a TLC match of some sort. Mm. The way this guy is cleaning the ring is in the worst way possible. Yeah, they have a couple Swiffer wet jets, and they're just, like, trying to get things going, sweep a little bit of the glass away. But why is he sweeping all the glass into the middle of the ring? Like, I don't (laughs) get that. You... Like, so, like, this is probably, like, insane to, like, people listening to this, but, like, when I went to, uh... I went to an MLW show when they were here in Miami, and, Mm -hmm. uh... It was Pentagon Jr. versus El Parca, and they had like tables and stuff. And you know, there was like table debris on the uh, on the mat, so they sweeped it outside of the ring. That just makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Here he's like piling it all up, and I guess he's just gonna get like a a, a vacuum to like suck it all up. But I'm just like, what are you doing? Oh, shit, there's gonna be some more broken. He's he, he's making he's making sure he uses the best of his time. There's gonna be some more to, to wipe up in a little bit. Might as well just might as well just try and get things situated just a little bit. Yeah, but uh, the next match is a triple threat with uh, Black Terry, Paita, uh Morgan, and Mister Condor. Um, this match stinks. Yeah, this unfortunately ended up getting to be the um, second half of the pay per view that uh, ended up losing my interest a little bit. Uh, yeah, these three, once you start seeing them come out, um, you've already seen four matches where you have people that are probably late twenties, um, maybe up to late twenties to around mid thirties that are still yeah. doing some high flying lucha libre type of stuff um, that will keep you highly interested. Uh, when you see these three wrestlers in a match that is supposed to be labeled as a super libre, they look like they're approaching sixty years old. Yeah, uh, fit like somebody's like forty five at the youngest, you know, and yeah. there I, I would say like there is a lot of smoke. Like these dudes like are beating each other up and stuff, but like I guess like you know since it is raining, um, a lot of a lot of their movements get slower. Um, they're not wrestling on canvas; they're wrestling on like a, a sort of like vinyl. Mm-hmm. Um, so when the match, you know, there's a lot of outside brawling and it's like, it's okay. Like these dudes are just like doing forearms and stuff. Like not a lot of glass, not a lot of light tubes are being used and such. And then once they bring it into the ring, you know, they're moving very slow. I don't even know why one of them bothered hitting the ropes at some point. <laughs> um, it, it just looked ridiculous. And I, I have seen matches in the rain before, you know, uh, I think be very uh, careful in areas like that. Yeah, I think uh, about two years ago, uh, Okada and Muro Suzuki had a match in the rain for Suzuki's like 20th anniversary or some shit. I don't remember, mm. but they were in the rain and that shit slapped. <laughs> They're really killing each other. There was like a lot of good shots, uh, you know, they took and stuff. But like here, it's just weird and it goes into a no contest. And I was just like, all right, I'm, I'm done here. And then in, until like the next match starts, there's like a very long brawl that kind of happens here, and a very mm-hmm. long promo that I, you know, sorry to say again, but I just don't understand. Uh, thankfully, in this case, I was just happy that a lot of these wrestlers that are a, a lot much older than the ones that we would like to see, uh, especially in this pay per view, uh, are taking the time, making sure that they do not do anything that could. Uh, 
be anything that is very fatal, especially in this rain. Uh, so thankfully, I was not interested by the match at all. But yeah. nobody really got nobody really got extremely extremely hurt. So that was one thing that I was thankful for. Uh, that's what I'm not thankful for because I'm watching a death match show. I want to see somebody get hurt. <laughs> you want to see a 60 year old get their neck broken because they slip in the rain? Uh, yeah. Uh, wow. yeah, yeah. Wow. That, that, I'm I'm here for the violence, man. Uh, <laughs> but nah, uh, I I like. I rated this match like one uh one star and a half. I know we weren't doing star ratings, but like that's what I rated it. And I think if this match would have had like a you know a decisive finish, I probably would have gave it two stars. But I I don't know. It, it like it's a long match that goes into a no contest, and I don't know that kind of uh, not even like not even a draw, you know. Yeah. Uh, that that really bothered me. And then like there was a lot of interference after the match, and I was just like kind of lost at this point. But uh, on to the next match. Um, <laughs> we have Juan El Rancho. And then Ranchero. Ranchero. Oh, man, let, 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 let me put a little flair on it, my fault. See, see, uh, <laughs> a little flair. I hear it. I hear it. Juan El Ranchero versus uh, Demolador. Demolador. Um, Demolador is kicking that ass. <laughs> Huge guy. Um, just completely. This is a hoss match. Yeah, this is another another one of those hoss. This is another one of those hoss matches. Um, that you are very used to when it comes to us wrestling in the E. But um, a very hard hitting match, not only wrestling wise, but definitely with uh the objects that you will see uh them mm-hmm. use. And unfortunately, now that we've had a little bit of the break, now that the rain is done. Uh, a lot of the outside and a lot of the, the 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 areas that were used earlier when it was a lot more sunny are now very, very muddy areas. So now uh, yeah. when you start seeing them go into those spots, it's a lot more dirty than you saw before. Yeah. Uh, Ran- Rancho uh, Juan decides, yeah, you know, I think this is a good time to wrestle in my all-white fit. <laughs> terrible, terrible idea. This man comes out looking like a damn uh, rock by the end. Like, this man is mm-hmm. dirty. And he, he's getting smoked for a lot of this match. <laughs> um, I, I wasn't really paying much attention uh, until uh, Juan just, like, runs up on him and, did, like, kicks him. Mm-hmm. And then, <laughs> and then uh, the, uh, the, mol- uh, the Molotor... Ah, I, I forgot how you said it. but uh, Molotor. The Molador. Oh, he just gets a, a uh, like a wooden plank and just starts whacking him like repeatedly. And I was just like, okay, like my interest in the like show just like shot up after that. <laughs> a huge, a huge plank to the bio. Well, and uh, unfortunately, in Ranchero's case, that that ends up not being uh, one of the last times we end up seeing this affect a match, and we'll see that a lot more in the main event. But um, very big smashing of just bad objects all over the place until we actually got the interference at the end. Yeah. Uh, this match definitely should have ended in a no contest because there's a lot of interference going on here, which kind of like, <laughs> which kind of like pulled me away from the match. Cause I was really into it. And then, you know, dude just starts getting jumped and I was just like, Oh, okay. That's get uh, a little bit weird. of the WCW run-ins. Yeah. Everybody's jumping in, whooping ass. Yeah, Not really uh, a disqualification or anything. And then uh, 
he 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 does just a, a normal splash. I think he like lands on his head, and then <laughs> that you know they uh, they get the win, and then uh, somebody finally comes out to help out Juan in the post match, mm-hmm. and they they just get beat up again. <laughs> just gets his ass whooped again. Like uh. Did, did did you uh did you see when they put the light tube like between his leg and then they kicked him in the nuts? Like yo See, man. see, see. Hey, these man. light these light tubes. I don't know I don't this is this is this is my first exposure to it. <laughs> so I don't wanna wild out, but man, I glass to the start of my neck, I'm out for a month. I don't care what I'm <laughs> I don't care what I'm doing. Oh man, when uh David Arquette did his death match, uh he had a hole in his neck. Yeah, nah. And he had to go to the hospital right after, didn't he? Uh-huh. Uh, I remember watching that match because I, uh, I was I was in L.A. at the time uh, for Survivor Series, and I, just, I was just, like, watching it in the B&B. And then uh, mid-match, David Arquette just goes, yeah, I'm done, and just walks out. And, and he just, just like, walk, has a just, hole in the net. <laughs> just walks out the net. <laughs> I was just like, oh, man, yeah, he got it, like, real bad. But, like, here, like, hey, man. If I'm getting beat up and you gonna help me out, don't get beat up too. <laughs> Especially don't get glass of the nuts. If you if you if you if you get glass of the nuts, you know, I can't I can't really um <laughs> guarantee a whole lot of things, can't really help you in certain departments. Uh so that is probably the most concerning uh, uh part that I will say. Yeah, can't go to the club no more, chief. But uh and then uh just the next match. There is a TLC match on the card, but there is not a table ladder seen at all. And this is this ended up being around the time when I, when I was watching the ending of of, of, the, of the single match between the Molador and, and, and Rontero. Um, I was starting to look at the time because I start looking at the time, starting to calculate in my head. Okay, we have the title match between um, um, Joe Leader and and and, and Draco. Um, how are we gonna unless this TLC match is like five minutes long, which is end up is gonna end up being probably a very violent TLC match is gonna mm-hmm. end up being that long. Uh, I don't think I'm going to be able to watch two matches in the next few minutes because I only have a few minutes <laughs> left in the pay-per-view. And um the TLC match doesn't happen and it just goes directly into the title match. Y- yeah, it's it's just not on the show. Which is insane. There's chairs, but they ain't no tables nor ladders. Uh, I like. I j- I just don't know what to say about it. <laughs> we'll probably have to find it somewhere else. Um, apparently, people have 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 been having trouble trying to find mm. portions of this match, or or they're finding it in portions, I should say. Um, okay. But uh, from what I've seen, it ends up being some of the uh, some of the better rated matches that are okay. on the card. Unfortunately, we just can't see it. Yeah, uh, which which is really weird. Um, if I if I like had the time, like I would try to find it, but just you know, whatever. I think I think I can go without. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, Fly Star and Toxin was very far, but maybe we'll find it. Yeah. One of these matches. If, if it ends up beating Maiden and if it ends up beating Maiden oh, Sadika, yeah. then then, then no, no. <laughs> more than likely it's not. Because cage match. Uh, that is the only match that is recommended. <laughs> yep. Like that match is very well regarded. Um, but now we, we go into the zone twenty three extreme this extremo uh, title match. Uh, it's a bob wire match where the bob wire does not matter. 
um, versus Draco and uh, Joe uh, Lidor. Yep, uh, it ends up uh, barbed wire ends up being one of the uh, least concerning things that you see out of yes. this title match. But the one thing that I was interested in, uh, especially before the match actually started, was taking a look at the actual um title, the Zona 23 external title. Um, yeah, I, I, I took a look at it. Um, before the match actually started, this ends up being the main event, so of course, a very important title when it comes to this. Uh, when when it comes to this faction and um, uh, not faction, why did I just say faction? Uh, but when it comes to Zona Twenty Three, I looked at the belt. Uh, was a little bit concerned at the Velcro that was on it, but outside <laughs> of that, decent looking title. I I, I think the glow, the gold plates and stuff. I think it's hard. I think it's a really good title. Um, yeah, the front of it when you see it, it's a, it's a it's a it's a well put together <laughs> championship, especially like, for this organization. But uh, I look like I feel like I feel like from what I saw, it could have been a little bit better with the Velcro. <laughs> it, it, it's not like they're going to be selling those replicas anytime soon. <laughs> I mean, so. I mean, sure, listen, I mean, I don't know. They, they might, they might, they might be able to. They might be able to. I don't know if you. I don't know if you do it with a little bit. The, le- the leathers might need a little bit of working on. <laughs> I think the Velcro might need a little bit of working on. But after that, who knows? They might be. They might be able to sell some of those. <laughs> I, I I think. Uh... I think the only belt that I would want from a company that is not WWE is the IWGP Intercontinental title, the mm-hmm. uh, the white leather joint from New Japan. Like, I just think that belt is so fire. But New Japan is selling that for like, uh, like uh, I think for like two thousand. No the fuck. Yeah, I'm good for a replica. <laughs> yes, I'm good. <laughs> Wow. Boy, they better be giving me the belt straight off of Naito's hands. Boy, I'm not paying for that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know, I know, I know. WWE has like has like the replicas that are four hundred dollars, and then if you really want to, um, when I was at when I was when I was when, um, when we were in Orlando for when we were in Orlando for Mania, um, we went through Access, and you actually saw the replicas that were uh, a lot more authentic, and those were uh-huh. the ones that go for like a thousand dollars. Uh, uh, but those were either signed or those were, I mean, they looked really amazing and really worth a thousand dollars. If I truly wanted the authentic championship belt in that manner, the $400 ones end up looking amazing anyway, but yeah, they look two like, stacks. I, uh, hell no. <laughs> yeah. Two stacks. Hell no. But, uh, back to the match here. <laughs> um, the Bob wire is a joke and these guys, uh, like uh the barbed wire is basically like it's kind of like wrapped along the ropes here mm-hmm. and then about 15 seconds into the match somebody runs the ropes voluntarily to do it okay <laughs> N- no selling the hell out of that barbed wire <laughs> nobody nobody runs the ropes and go ah ooh ow like that man just said Oh, I'm gonna get him! It just runs the ropes like the runs the ropes and still, and still yeah. If you're if you're expecting if you're expecting your your Mick Foley 1995 type of thick barbed wire, uh, it's a little bit different. Yeah, I was just like that. that like that is so weird. Like, uh, you know how like wrestling, like, uh, like was it like how the the uh, the Canadian Destroyer used to be like a finisher now, like. 
the barbed wire used to be something that was feared a bit. Now it's kind of like watered down. <laughs> oh yeah, when you when you saw Cactus pull out that barbed wire two by four, you you knew for a yeah, fact that that was shit up. was about to go. Or if you saw a chainsaw Charlie grab some shit like a damn barbed wire <laughs> chainsaw and that shit starts revving, you knew for a fact to run for your fucking life. Yeah, but like here, <laughs> barbed wire, whatever. But yeah. the. Uh, I, I would say, like, this is probably, uh, this match is, like, really good. Like, they're brawling, they're wrestling, they're certainly as hell killing each other. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, well, well worth the wait for the main event here. Yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, the the car kind of slacks a bit after, uh, once you get, like, the three old men, um, the Haas, uh, the singles match, uh, it's good, but it gets a little weird. And then, you know, the long post-match. And I think it's worth it when you get to uh, get to this point here. Like, I think this match is, like, it, it's just re- really good. I think it's, like, it's really good wrestling, and it's really good deathmatch wrestling. There's, you know, props being used. Like, I, I don't – like, it's really good, but there's not, like, a lot I can really say, you know? The area that will end up scaring you the most, I would say, is we get another spot out in that same area that we had in previous <laughs> matches, by the trailer, by the trucks once again. We've already seen a Swanton bomb off it. We've already seen a, a stage dive off it. Um, but now, between Draco and Joe Leader, one of the two tries to throw each other off of the trailer and directly yeah. into the truck in ways that we uh, saw twice already throughout the show. But both of them end up going flying and hit the truck so hard that they fly off the truck, hit the ground, and the crowd that you see that's out there is highly entertained while some faces look very, very concerned. And the next couple minutes that you actually see is personnel, fans, taking Mm -hmm. both men and, try, and literally peeling them off the floor and trying to get them back into the ring so that we can actually get a finish. But I don't know. I mean, I mean, we don't have any commentators that will actually uh, uh, confirm anything, and they might not confirm uh, anything in general, even if we had commentary as far as concussions or anything like that. But both mm-hmm. Draco and Leader looked really, really out of it after that fall. Yeah. Uh, it gets really bad there, and then uh, they they kind of like uh, they kind of get it back together. I know for sure, like that spot being whiffed or planned, God knows. <laughs> um, it like it did leave them a, a lot winded, but I do think they bounced back pretty well. And I didn't write down the finish, which is uh, bad on my part. Well, but we get know. we get we get a lot more of the ending with the uh, unprotected canvas. So now, I mean, it's, it was a fairly mm-hmm. uh, unprotected canvas to begin with, but now the areas that we have are now all complete solid boards, and they end up going to the top rope. But Draco does uh, almost like a spine buster off the ro- off the top rope into not only uh, multiple light bulbs, but again, you have no protective padding on the mat mm-hmm. at all. So Leader hits his head directly on the floor along with the light bulbs. You get the one, two, three. Draco, still Arizona 23 Extremo champion. Uh, yeah. But as Draco is a little bit onto the side, trying to catch his breath, 
very, very strong match to try and uh, recover from in real time. Uh, Leader is laid out on the floor, and there are multiple people that are trying to help him out, trying to make sure that his head is straight. I mean, I mean, after a match like this where you get dropped off a truck, get dropped off your head, more than likely mm-hmm. you're going to have some damage, more than likely you're going to have a concussion. Uh, but they stay with Leader for a couple of minutes before we actually get the ending promo uh, from Draco. Very similar to Sarika, uh, where he says out here in Zona 23, after that match, you are uh, a friend of mine, which ends up getting a little bit of a pop from the crowd. Um, Leader raises his hand. How you know that? Again, if you get, if you have, (laughs) if you have a little bit of, uh, if you can put two and two together, no, because I, no, I asked you yesterday, how good is your Spanish? And you said, not good at all. And you were I, able I mean, to piece it together. No, nah, you cap it. <laughs> it's de- nah, it's decent. I mean, that the ending line that you get from Draco, oh I, think, I think if you are fairly decent in Spanish, you can put that together. I guess, it gets I a guess, pop from the... I guess I'm complete trash in Spanish. <laughs> I mean, you know, you, uh, if you if you oh hit, if you hit the uh, you didn't hit the Spanish one through three in in high school. Hey, chill out. <laughs> if you if you hit a little bit of that, yeah, if you hit a little bit of that, you can get it. Thankfully, oh, thankfully for my ancestors, they were able to provide me a little bit throughout the ending uh, of that match. And leader uh, Draco have a little bit of an embracing at the end. Leader mm-hmm. holds his hand up. Of course, Draco still your uh, extremo champion. Um, and people start walking off, start being the end of the pay-per-view, and, and that's and that's what we get. Ends up being yeah. a very violent main event. Um, I mean, f- fairly violent. I mean, I, I am not the the most exposed to death matches, as I've already said, but uh, ends up mm-hmm. being something where maybe I'll watch another one. That is, that is dangerous words, Mark. <laughs> possibly, possibly I'll not I'll watch is, another one. This is probably is, a very, very mild pay-per-view. Words. This is probably a very mild pay-per-view compared to some things that I can watch. So uh, maybe I should watch my words before I actually say them. <laughs> we'll be seeing you on Spot Caller soon. Don't worry, I got. Oh dear now. God, <laughs> we. We we got a long uh, we got a long year if we make it there. So <laughs> yeah, so now so now we had we had two weeks to wait for WrestleMania. Now we have to wait until WrestleMania in in in, in LA. So now all of the smaller indies and all the other shows that we're supposed to be setting up for Tampa, of course, they will be setting up something very amazing for Los Angeles in 2021. So now we'll have to wait a year for that. Yeah, well, that spot callers. Um... This is fun. This is great. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad to have uh, you on the show. Like when I had Robbie on the show, that was really nice. Um, it, it, it's nice to get uh, other RNC people on uh, just to do the show. It's really nice. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, we, we're. God knows how long the NBA is going to be closed down, but. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to yeah, we'll have to keep a we'll have to keep an eye out for that, especially me and Jeff as we start um hopefully being able to have a better ending uh to season three, or maybe we'll be able to just cut into season four if if things don't end up happening because a lot of players now are getting um tested. Well, results are not coming back as far as I'm getting tested, and a lot of them are coming back with uh coronavirus. We ended up getting the first NFL case with head coach Sean Payton on the New Orleans Saints. Uh, so the NFL is in a, going to end up being affected by it as well. But it's something that a lot of the sports world will just have to uh wait for. Like no no nobody's exempt from uh corona, but uh exactly. you know 
We have a lot of stuff on our RSC channels. Um, we have the uh, RSPN channel, even though it's postponed indefinitely. Mm -hmm. um, we have the Lookout channel. We have the RNC Watch channel, where late fees and uh, recalling Saul is happening. Uh, did I say Lookout already? The Lookout with Big Eyes. Uh, the Lookout and uh, Mount Silver as well. Just since the last time we got together on Spot Callers, um, a lot of the channels have been divided. But if you just want to... If you just want to see spot callers of the A Show or the War Report, you know mm -hmm. we got our own spot uh, at A Show uh, A Show RNC, I believe uh, is the name. Yep, um, the A Show on RNC. A lot of our feeds are looking nice and beautiful now that we have left yeah. the hellhole that is SoundCloud. <laughs> so make sure that if you are tuning into a lot of our new channels on RNC, you can see all mm -hmm. of it um, in full detail, full color. Um, all of that will be set up yeah. on our Apple Podcast, Spotify, and things of that nature. Um, if you if there's shows that you want us to talk about, please hit me up on Twitter h underscore visibility. Uh, my pinned tweet is a Google form that you can fill out and just let us know what you want to see. So far, there's a lot of lucha stuff going on. Um, we're going to be watching a I, th I think for a lot of this year, there's going to be a lot of luchador, uh, I guess, just like a lot of uh, Mexican wrestling stuff. I guess that's what's missing in the wrestling podcast world. Uh, not a lot of people talking about uh, Lucha Libre. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Okay. Um, I, we're, we're supposed to be doing another show next. And then the link that we got for the show was just the match. So that's gonna that that's why we didn't do probably the show that I said we were gonna do uh, last week. I mean uh, mm. last month, but it is what it is. But spa callers, we'll be seeing you next month. Thank you, Mark, for being here. Um, a lot of RNC stuff is happening since everybody is in quarantine and working from home. So the content out everywhere. Yes, sir. Appreciate you having me. No problem. And and broadcast. And broadcast.